The following program has been paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church. From the heart of the Pacific, in Honolulu, Hawaii, Apostolic Faith Church presents the Kingdom of God Crusade. Join us now for another hour of worship with Pastor Han, the church choir, and the band. We hope and pray that you'll find this next hour a blessing. And praise the Lord, everyone. My name is Dean Kiyoshi Carrillo, Jr., and I was the youth preacher for our 108th youth program that was held on Sunday, February 5th, 2017, at our mother church, located at 1043 Middle Street in Honolulu, Hawaii. At this time, I would like to thank you for joining us today. We welcome you to the Kingdom of God Crusade Telecast, being brought to you every Sunday morning, not only here in Hawaii from 8 to 9 a.m., but also in parts of California, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XDTV, channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSE, channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV, channel 8 and Comcast channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV, channel 28 in Eureka, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME, Channel 20, in Los Angeles and San Bernardino. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KOTR-TV, Channel 11 in Monterey. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY, Channel 9, in El Centro, California, and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR, Channel 34, in Eugene, Oregon. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KZJO, Channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KJZZ-TV, Channel 14 in Salt Lake City, Utah, parts of Nevada, Idaho, and Wyoming. From 11 to 12 midnight on station KGBY-TV, Channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado. And from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable, Channel 503 in New York City. If you would like more information on our church, and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, be sure to visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. The Apostolic Faith Church, located at 1043 Middle Street, is the headquarters of the gospel of the Kingdom of God for the whole world, with the sign on the roof of the temple, Jesus Coming Soon, a landmark in Kalihi for over 90 years, and our prayer tower, the first of its kind in Hawaii, dedicated exclusively for prayer. The church was founded by the late Charles and Ada B. Lockbaum on August 4, 1923, and passed on to our late chief pastor, William M. Hahn Sr., in 1959, who continued the gospel to its fullness. We hope and pray that this telecast will draw you closer to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and be a real blessing to you, our television audience, 
saints wherever you are, and the shut-ins, that is, those of you in the hospitals and convalescent homes. And should you need prayer or someone to pray over you, please don't hesitate to call the phone number designated at the conclusion of the telecast. Before continuing on with the music portion of our telecast, I would like to introduce to you our youth announcer of our 108th youth program and tell you a little bit about him. He is Christopher Kalani Sishiro Asano Jr., who was born on March 2nd, 1999, on the island of Oahu. He is the son of Mr. and Mrs. Christopher K.S. and Crystal M. Asano Sr. He is the elder of four brothers, Ethan, Noah, and Isaiah. His paternal grandparents are Pastor Trustee Leonard K.Y. and Mrs. Deborah Asano Sr. of the Kauai Branch Church. His paternal great-grandparents are the late Molokai Pastor and Trustee Rodney S. and the late Mrs. Emmeline Asano Sr. His maternal grandparents are Mr. Salvador Seno and Mrs. Janice Kalahiki. Christopher was baptized in Jesus' name on March 2, 2006 at the age of seven at the Kauai Branch Church and is currently tearing for the Holy Ghost, waiting on that promise from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He attends Associate Pastor Ronald Hahn Jr.'s Teen 3 Sunday School class. He plays the violin in the youth strings and participates in the youth choir and youth orchestra. Christopher was recently the 2016 Christmas program announcer. Christopher is currently attending Kamehameha Schools Kapalama in the 12th grade. He participates in many school activities, such as Imua Farmers, Lua Club, Naho'okele, and Concert Glee Club. His favorite subjects are music, science, and Olalo Hawaii, Hawaiian language. His future endeavor after graduation is to further his education at Chaminade University or University of Hawaii at Manoa and major either in Hawaiian language or environmental studies. And in the future, either pursue a career as a Hawaiian language teacher or in sustainability or environmental science. In his spare time, Christopher likes to spend it outdoors, at the beach, bodyboarding, diving, swimming, cooking, playing music, traveling, and spending time with family. Christopher is involved with the Polynesian Voyaging Society and has traveled to South Africa to greet the Hokulea. He also completed an internship with Kupu's Youth Conservation Corps for Sustainability Science. Christopher wishes to thank the Lord for giving him the opportunity on being the youth announcer. He considers it a privilege and honor that the Lord has found him worthy to be called upon once again. He especially would like to thank his parents, grandparents, family, and the saints of God for their prayers and support in keeping him safe while being raised up in church. He also would like to thank the Lord for the prayers of head pastor William M. Hahn Jr., the trustees, Sunday school superintendent, Mrs. Roslyn Hahn, and the faithfulness of the prayer band warriors. So without further ado, may I present to you our 108th youth program announcement, Christopher Kalani Sishiro Asano Jr. Christopher? Thank you, Dean. For their first selection, the youth choir, led by our newly appointed youth choir director, Mrs. Tiare Somers, will now grace us with their song entitled, Come Rejoicing, Sing. Oh, 
Great job, Mrs. Somers, for your patience, dedication, and talent in starting your new appointment. Yes, we should always sing to the Lord and come rejoicing. The youth orchestra, under the direction of Associate Pastor Timothy Hahn Sr., will now play a, a selection entitled, The Hallelujah Side.
we should all be living on the hallelujah side. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for the orchestra and their wonderful ukulele talents. Now we have a duet by two sisters, Alicia Spotkaf, a senior at Kamehameha Schools in Kapalama, and Shayla Spotkaf, an eighth grader of Stevenson Middle School. A song entitled, I Just Can't Stop Singing. Alicia and Shayla will blend their voices with energy and zest as they sing at that joyous song, I Just Can't Stop Singing, under the direction of Miss Pohaku Carter. Jesus put a song in my heart. I just can't stop singing. I know this happiness will never depart. Though the day's been dreary, the sun is shining deep in my soul. I just can't stop singing since I yielded to my Lord's control. If you should ask the question of what his power can do, I can tell you simply, he gave me life anew. No matter what befalls me, whatever situation may be, I just can't stop singing. A melody is mine from above. I just can't stop singing, for it's a rhapsody of marvelous love. No song could be sweeter, no harmony compares with his own. I just can't stop singing, praise belongs to him alone. If you should ask the question of what his power can do, I can tell you simply, he gave me life anew. No matter what befalls me, whatever situation may be, I just can't stop singing. Thank you, Jesus, for the wonderful talents in the Lord. Has Jesus put a song in your heart? He has for me. Let's keep on rejoicing and praising him, for one day Jesus is coming for us. Amen. Rejoice and sing. Lift your voices and let us join in the celebration. Yes, with their beautiful voices, the youth choir will now enlighten us with a spirited song entitled, Rejoice and Sing. Rejoice and sing, 
Thank the Lord for a blessed song service this morning. Don't you think the youth did a great job? Amen. Without a doubt, we should always be rejoicing and singing in the Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for that number. Now, under the direction of Associate Pastor Timothy Hahn Sr., Dean Carrillo Jr., Emmaline Pu'uvai Asano, an 11th grader of Kamehameha Schools Kapa'a Lama, and Lemomi Grimes, an 8th grader of St. Patrick's School, and myself, We'll pick on the ukulele that old-time classic, I Saw the Light.
Wasn't that rejoicing, television viewers? Amen. Now I'm so happy, no sorrow in sight. Praise the Lord, I saw the light. Thank you for that invigorating selection. Now for the talents of our most enthusiastic group, the youth, the Young Crusaders, under the direction of our newly appointed director, Mrs. Christy Hahn, who will sing us a song entitled, Joy, Joy, Joy. It gives me great pleasure to dedicate this wonderful song to Miss Kayla Bing of Pro City, Hawaii. Your labor of love for Jesus will not go unrewarded. May the Lord pour out bountiful blessings upon you, pressed down and overflowing in this life and that to come. Have a fantastic Sunday. Before returning you back to our youth preacher with the schedule of announcements, let me share you a little background about him. 
Our youth preacher for the 108th youth program was Dean Kiyoshi Carrillo Jr. He was born in Honolulu on December 16, 2000. Dean is the son and third child of Associate Pastor Dean K. and Mrs. Johanna P.T. Carrillo Sr. He has two sisters, Deanna and Dion Carrillo, and one brother, Donovan Carrillo. His paternal grandparents are Mr. and Mrs. Douglas and Alice Carrillo. His maternal grandparents are Mrs. Thelma Taylor and the late Maui pastor Joseph K. Taylor. Dean was baptized in Jesus' name on December 16, 2007, here at the Mother Church and filled with the Holy Spirit on December 30, 2011. He is a faithful student in Associate Pastor Robert Carter Sr.'s Teen 1 and 2 Sunday School class. He is a member of the Youth Choir, plays the ukulele in the Youth and Adult Orchestra, and plays the tenor saxophone in the Youth and Adult Band. He is also a member of the BA Degrees. Dean attends Roosevelt High School as a junior. He participates in cross-country, track, and student government. His favorite subjects are math, English, and yearbook. Upon graduation from high school, his ambition is to attend the University of Hawaii at Manoa and is still deciding on a major in IT or journalism. Dean prays that the Lord will help him make that decision. He enjoys drawing, reading, listening to music, and spending quality times with family and friends. Dean counts it a blessing and privilege to be found worthy and chosen as the youth preacher. He would like to thank the Lord for this honor and all he has done for him in his life. He thanks the Lord for the unceasing prayers of Head Pastor William M. Hahn Jr., the trustees, the prayer band, saints of God, and for his parents' love, prayers, guidance, and support. So without any further ado, I would like to reintroduce to you our 108th youth preacher, Dean Kiyoshi Carrillo Jr. Dean. Thank you, Christopher. At this time, I would like to take a moment to repeat our television time, stations, and locations in the continental U.S. for our viewing audience, especially if any of you plan to revisit or reside in California, that these telecasts can now be viewed every Sunday morning from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XDTV Channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSE Channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV Channel 8 and Comcast Channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV Channel 28 in Eureka, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME, Channel 20 in Los Angeles and San Bernardino, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KOTR-TV, Channel 11 in Monterey, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY, Channel 9 in El Centro, California, and Yuma, Arizona, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR, Channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KZJO, Channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KJZZ-TV, Channel 14 in Salt Lake City, Utah, parts of Nevada, Idaho, and Wyoming. From 11 to 12 midnight on station KGBY-TV, Channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado. And from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable, Channel 503 in New York City. If you would like to know more about our gospel work and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, 
please visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. And now concerning our schedule of gospel services here in our home state, Hawaii, services are held at the temple every Tuesday and Friday at 7 p.m. On Sunday, gospel services start at 10 a.m. and divine healing services at 7 p.m. Sunday school for all ages begins at 9 a.m. and prayer services are held daily in the prayer tower at 2 p.m. except on Fridays at 10 a.m. At our Kaimaki Branch Church located at 1361 Pololo Avenue, gospel services are held on Sundays and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. The same schedule is observed by our neighbor island branch churches as services are conducted by Pastor Reginald V. Castanera Sr. in Kanakakai, Molokai, by Pastor Kenneth M. Alvario in Lahaina, Maui, by Pastor Walter I. Tinloy in Hilo, Hawaii, by Pastor Leonard K. Y. Asano Sr. in Koloa, Kauai, by Pastor Hannibal Espera in Bologo, Picoayan, and by Pastor Vesper Espera in President Rojas, Cotabato, Mindanao, Philippines. You are welcome to attend these services, regardless of church affiliations. There are no collections. However, if you desire to voluntarily contribute to support these telecasts and the Lord's work, you may do so by sending your donations to the address designated at the conclusion of the telecast. Thank you. At this time, it gives me great pleasure to introduce to you Head Pastor William M. Hahn Jr., who will bring forth his spirit-directed and spirit-inspired sermon. Pastor Billy? Thank you, Dean. Weren't the children wonderful? We hope and pray that you all enjoyed our 108th youth program, which is a biannual telecast. We would like to thank our director, Ms. Rose Bohakulani Carter, who oversaw and coordinated our youth program. She was aided and abetted by a host of awesome assistants, Associate Pastor Timothy Hahn Sr., youth orchestra and instrumentalist, and accompanist director, Mrs. Tiari Summers, youth choir director, and Mrs. Christy Hahn, young crusaders director. We would also like to acknowledge our talented backup musicians who willingly respond to all those needing assistance, our pianists and organists Iris Locke and Kana Asano, our rhythm section Kelsey Puolo on the guitar, Kayla being on the bass, and Seneca Rose Han on the drums. Finally, special appreciation is extended to our very reliable and gifted sound engineer, Associate Pastor Ronald Kahele, along with his, his host of his assistants, who readied the microphones and set up the sound system for our church recording sessions and every aspect of our musical programs. Your labors of love and sacrifice will not go unrewarded in the eyes of the Lord. You all deserve a five-star applause. Today's telecast is a special one done with the purpose of portraying to our viewing audience the faith of the youth of God in the Apostolic Faith Church who put their trusting faith into action by attending church and participating in the gospel work as often as possible. If you are among those who have energetic faith such as these youngsters do, but just sits at home, why not bring it with you and join us this morning at our 10 a.m. worship service? One of the reasons I truly feel blessed is that I have the opportunity to share the good news of the glorious gospel of the kingdom of God with you, our TV congregation, through these weekly telecasts. Man's human instincts cause him to embrace sin and shun the Lord's sacrifice and call to everlasting life through his salvation. It is my sincerest desire that you will not fail to heed the Lord's commandment to repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus. I pray that as a result of the gospel message you will hear today entitled, Be Thou an Example, will move a step closer to Jesus. Have you ever sought to help to overcome some monumental problems and not found that help? Have you needed guidance and direction to do right in the eyes of God, that is to live a life above sin? In these times of peril, have you wished for that special protection to sustain you, whether in or out of the house of God? 
Well, look no further. The answers to these questions are within your reach and are found in the many facets of the gospel of the kingdom of God. Join us in these weekly telecasts, and I'm sure the solutions will unfold before you. As we go through our message for this morning, let us keep this thought in our hearts and minds. A pint of example is worth a gallon of advice. Lest we forget, we need to be reminded that one, a Christian bears the name of Jesus. Two, our lives are always on view to others. Three, we individually and collectively as the body of Christ are the living examples that observant men and women praise or blame. And four, our Savior is measured by the world according to the example we set. When you television viewers define the word example, you will see that it means standard, sample, and case in point. Our standard is the Word of God, which is above everything. Our sample is Jesus, for He is a divine example for all who will obey Him. The following facts were gathered from a study of the authorized King James Version of the Bible. One, the scriptures contain 3,586,589 letters, 773,692 words, 31,173 verses, and 1,189 chapters. The word, and occurs 1,855 times, but the word reverend only once. Ezra 7:21 contains all the letters of the alphabet except J. And the longest verse is Esther 8:9, and the shortest in the English language is John 11:35. To all of this I say, so what? Although it's wonderful to have such a deep interest in God's Word that we're willing to spend countless hours compiling this data, what good is gained if these facts are not translated into acts? Our study does result in deeper consecration, vital service, and accomplish what the Lord intends. Saints, friends, and TV audience, we do not want to fulfill 2 Timothy, the third chapter, 7 verse, which says, ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Therefore, viewers, I know that I would rather have you read one verse in the Bible and live it than to have you memorize a dozen things about it only to take intellectual pride in your attainment. You're better off if you believe and understand one chapter than if you commit to memory a whole book and don't let the message become a reality in your life. At this time, viewers, I'd like to direct your attention to a most enlightening skit entitled, What's the Good News? Featuring two talented young individuals. They are Shiley Parker, a fifth grader at Wahiwa Elementary School, as the host, and Robert Ramirez, a seventh grader of Kapole Middle School, as the guest. Good morning, everyone, saints and friends, and what a good morning it is. I hope you enjoyed the music portion of, to, of this morning's telecast featuring the youth of the Apostolic Faith Church and now the Word of God. I'm your host, Shiley Parker, and I'd like to welcome you a new segment in our programming that we started to air earlier on our youth station, KKOG 777, entitled, What's the Good News? To help us answer this question, we are so honored to have as our guest this morning a young scholar in his own right, the bright, insightful, spirited, and loving Robert Ramirez. Shirley, thank you for having me on your show this morning. What an introduction. I'm flattered. I can only hope I'll be of some help today. Thank you. Oh, it's a pleasure. Our, uh, our viewing audience and all of us in the studio have been waiting to hear what you have to share. So, Robert, we know on this beautiful Sunday morning, we here at KKOG 777, and as well as most of the world, celebrate the good news of the wonderful and miraculous works of the Christ. 
But Robert, my question, and I'm sure the question is on everyone's mind is, what's the good news? Charlie, thank you for posing that question. You know, one can go on for hours when speaking of the wonderful works of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. But I know time is limited, so please let me brief and answer your question of what is the good news. The good news is for all here this morning and to our viewing audience. Are you ready? Get your notebooks out, turn on your recording devices, listen up, because here it comes. Number one, Jesus saves. Number two, Jesus heals. Number three, Jesus baptized with the Holy Ghost and with fire. And last but not least, number four, Jesus is coming soon. Charlie, that is the good news. Sounds good to me, but tell me, what can Jesus save me from? Jesus can and will save you, or anyone for that matter, from sin, death, hell, and the grave. Wow, that's a lot for anyone to take in all at once. But how does that all happen? Charlie, we must come to know and understand that Jesus is God himself manifested in the flesh. His sole purpose was to reconcile the world to himself, giving one the opportunity to make oneself right with God. He asks, how does one do that? The second chapter of Acts de Christ describes the events of Pentecost, which marked the 50 days after the resurrection of Jesus Christ. The multitude asked a similar question, what shall we do? Peter asked, Peter answered the question, and you can find the passage in Acts 2.38, which reads, Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. The first step is repentance. Repentance is godly sorrow for sorrow for sin. Truly sorrow, sorry, and remorseful for what one has done in offense to God. The second step is to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Why in the name of Jesus Christ? Peter explained this in Acts 4.12. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men, where we, we must be saved. I may add that many are baptized to their understanding of Matthew 28.19, which mentions the titles of Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Jesus, in commissioning his disciples, told them to baptize all the converts in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Name is the singular. God's name is Jesus. Furthermore, no one in the whole entire Bible was baptized in the titles, and none were baptized by sprinkling, but all were baptized by full water immersion in the name of Jesus. Okay, Robert, after completing these two steps which I have just described, is now my understanding that all my past sins are forgiven and I'll need to live a clean and godly life and wait for the promise of the Holy Ghost. You got it. One's sins are forgiven as far as the east is from the west. But isn't being a good law-abiding citizen good enough to be in God's good graces? Nicodemus, who was a Pharisee and a ruler of Jews, and I believe during his time he was a good law-abiding citizen, Jesus told him flat out, Ye must be born again. Here we go again. That born again message can never escape us. That's right, Charlie. That grain of born again message to Nicodemus and to all is summed up in John 3, 5. Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. This is the only way for man to get back into God's grace, good graces, and be ready for his soon return. These are the same steps that Peter shared with the multitude on the day of the Pentecost. Many heard the good news that day, but only 3,000 made their humble repentance unto our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, believed and was baptized in his name. And there you have it, the answer to what's the good news. Jesus saves, Jesus heals, Jesus baptized with the Holy Ghost and fire, and Jesus is coming soon. I'd like to thank Robert Ramirez for taking the time to be with us this morning and as well as all of us here in our studio and in our viewing audience. 
I'm your host, Shiley Parker, and on behalf of all of us here at KKOG 777, we wish you all a very blessed Sunday, and may today be a day of good news for you. Weren't they terrific? It's always a pleasure to see our children be a part of God's growing gospel work. And now, back to our message. Do you want the Lord to speak to you and use you? Then you need to read God's Word with a teachable spirit, and then your Bible study becomes the means of producing truly Christ-like acts rather than an exercise in the accumulation of facts. James 1-2 tells us, But be doers of the Word, and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. The thought here is the Bible informs us, and through the power of the Holy Spirit, we are transformed. Paul speaks of God's righteousness through us in Romans 12, 1 and 2. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that he may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. To the believers and saints of God, I say, yes, you may read and even believe the gospel, but what do you do others say, and what do they think of the gospel according to you? Remember, you and I represent the gospel of the kingdom of God and bear responsibility for a Christ-like example. Let's read 1 Timothy 4.12. Let no man despise thy youth, but be thou an example of the believers in word, in conversation, in charity, in spirit, in faith, in purity. When the scripture says, let no man despise thy youth, it is referring to the fact that many believe because they might be young in age, they will react without thinking of the responsibility they bear. The Lord is no respecter of persons. He looks at the heart and knows the thoughts and intents and the will of man. Therefore, to every believer I also say, whether we be young or old in age, we must strive to be good examples. We should not allow ourselves to think that just because a brother or sister is young, that he or she is incapable of being a good example. With God, all things are possible. For all further admonishes, but be thou an example of the believers. This means that our goal should be that of a passion in the righteousness of God. This is only accomplished through the guidance of the Holy Spirit and a willingness to keep the personal life right in God's standard of righteousness. So much of what we learn is based on examples, and the Lord wants each of us to be good patterns for each other first so that those of the world can see what God has brought in us. Surely we are a peculiar people, zealous of good works, and we speak and exhort these things and rebuke with all authority. Find that in Titus, the second chapter, 7 to 15 verses. Paul was an educated and informed man of his time. Read for yourself, viewers, what he had to say pertaining to this in Philippians 3, 7 through 8. But what things were gained to me, those I counted lost for Christ. Yea, doubtless I count all things but lost for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things. And do count them but dung that I may win Christ. Paul is saying like it is. Where only ways are for a short season, then death. Excellency and great gain is found in the Lord's work and is the only way to eternal life. Is it any wonder that we are urged unto be an example in word? By choosing God's righteousness, everything else falls into its proper place, including our very own words from our mouth. We read Colossians 3, 16, 17. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. And whatsoever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by him. 
Doctrine, reproof, correction, and instruction in righteousness can be profitable when using the scriptures, which are the inspiration of God. This gives the man of God the opportunity to strive towards perfection and maturity and all the while being completely furnished for all good works. 2 Timothy 3, 16-17. It is the word of God that will be used in the end as the standard by which the whole world will be judged. We can never thank the Lord enough for the gift of Holy Ghost who leads, guides, directs, and teaches us the fullness of the word of God. Because we have the mind of Christ, we can know the depths of the Scripture. Thus, being rich in wisdom, through the power of the Holy Spirit, we are capable of teaching and admonishing because the master of all gifts dwells within us and blesses us with our needs for the gospel work. Psalms, hymns, spiritual songs, and singing with grace, with heavenly assistance in our hearts to the Lord, are an important part of our worship and giving God the glory. The Lord loves to hear us continually offering the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name, and blesses us with his joy because the joy of the Lord is our strength. In every word and deed that we do in Jesus' name, be advised that the world is watching our example of that, which we do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by him. We are reminded by Paul to be an example in conversation. The power of evil communication is greater than we realize at times. God's word tells us a little fire can do a lot of damage. The tongue is the fire and it can be a world of iniquity. Man has tamed every type of animal he can think of, but the tongue still remains ungovernable. The Bible says that it is an unruly evil full of deadly poison. The challenge is before us to exhibit wisdom, understanding, good conduct, good works, a consistent life and meekness. Truly, only the Lord can help us because this is a great challenge. Thanks be to God again for the Holy Spirit who dwells within us and helps us so that we can strive to be holy in all manner of conversation. The Lord wants us without spot or wrinkle because He is a holy God, deserving of nothing but the best a holy people. As Christians, Christ-like in everything about our presence, we are encouraged to be an example in charity that is love. The Bible description for charity is found in 1 Corinthians 13, 4-7, and it follows. One, it suffereth long, which means patiently enduring all types of injury. Two, it is kind, meaning gentle and considerate in behavior. Three, it envieth not, meaning doesn't want a person deprived nor wants the object. Four, it vaunted not, meaning not to speak boastfully. Five, is not puffed up, means that conceit, arrogance, and one's sense of superiority is not on display. Six, it doth not behave itself unseemly, means that proper and decent behavior is always exemplified. Seven, it seeketh not her own, which means to be unselfish and self-sacrificing. Eight, not easily provoked, means not easily irritated, angered, or filled with resentment. Nine, Thinketh no evil in the same as having a clean mind and heart. Ten, rejoices not in iniquity means there is no happiness in violating right or justice. Eleven, rejoiceth in truth means the word of God is truth and furthermore that love enjoys being one with God Almighty. Twelve, beareth all things is refraining from inaction while exercising as much patience and self-control as possible with the help of the Lord. And thirteen, Believeth all things. Is faith a gift that comes from hearing the word of God? Fourteen, hopeth all things. Is a saving element in life for Romans 8.24 says, For we are saved by hope, 
But hope that is seen is not hope, for what a man seeth, why doth he yet hope for? And 15, endureth all things, is best amplified by Matthew 10, 22, which says to everyone, and it shall be hated by all men for my name's sake, but he that endureth to the end shall be saved. Thus, if you want to be saved, then you must strive to perfection and maturity by letting the Lord mold you according to his standard of love, which is the bond of perfection that's found in Colossians 3.14. Our lives depend on love, and the Bible educates us to the fact that love is of God and God is love. And therefore, how much more must we love one another to be perfect in the Lord? To be an example in spirit, we must have received the manifestation of the gift of the Holy Ghost, which is the speaking in the unknown tongue, the only Bible evidence of God dwelling in an individual. Now, TV viewers, you are empowered to worship in spirit and truth, as John 4, 24 says, God is the spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. Think about this for a second. On things spiritual, do you go to an auto mechanic? No, of course not. All you now have to do is talk to the living God, Jesus, who now dwells in you through the power of the Holy Ghost, and you will be able to listen to the wooing of the Spirit. The Lord admonishes every believer to set a good example in all that is said and done. He knows that our others would be influenced by our pattern of conduct. It is true, viewers. You may be the only Christian in the office of factory or on the field where you work each day. Perhaps you are a housewife or student who must stand alone as a true water-washed, blood-washed, spirit-filled, enduring until the end Christian in your own home or classroom. Never, and I repeat, never think that what you say or do is not important. Put before the world a clean testimony that shines like the example you are by living according to God's will and His Word. The Savior, our Lord Jesus Christ, will be pleased, and men will be influenced by your shining example. Philippians 2.13 tells us, For it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Now, if you would like to know more about God's Word, the church, and review telecast presentation in its entirety, please visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. Until our next telecast, this is your host, Head Pastor Billy Hahn Jr., expressing my sincerest appreciation to each of you who have allowed us to come into your homes. May the good Lord bless and keep you all in the hollow of his hands. Once again, we present our energetic youth orchestra with a rendition of Glory to God, Hallelujah.
The preceding program was paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church.